You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome back to the live devotionals. I'm Pastor Daniel Williams with Redemption Church. Excited that you're watching either on YouTube or listening to our audio podcast. And today what I want to do is actually talk from a story in Mark chapter 14 of a beautiful uh, story of a woman worshiping Jesus. And her name was Mary. And I want to show you that the worship she expressed to Jesus is the same kind of worship we can express today. But before we jump into this story, man, if you are not subscribed and you like getting Bible content once or twice a week, I share God's word with you. Feel free to share it. Feel free to hit the like button, subscribe, uh, or even get it on your local uh, phone. So that way, as you're driving, you could have 15 minutes full of God's word. And so that's what we're going to do today as we jump into Mark chapter 14, verses three through nine. I want you to just hear this story from scripture to wash you in God's word and uh, get some content from that as I talk about what you can do, what you can do. The text says this, and while he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, speaking of Jesus, and he was reclining at the table, a woman came with alabaster flask of ointment of pure nard, very costly, and she broke the flask and poured it over his head. There were some who said to themselves indignantly, Why was this ointment wasted like that? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they scalded her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with me. And whenever you want, you can do good for them. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body before uh, beforehand for burial. And truly, I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Now, what we see is a woman wholeheartedly worshiping Jesus in this story. Other texts actually do give us the name of this woman. It's Mary. And she worshiped by anointing Jesus' feet with costly nard, the text says, or ointment, perfume. Uh, and we know that it's costly because the text says that it actually sold for 300 denarii. That was about a year's wage. A denarii was about a one day's wage. 300 would be about a year's wage. So it was a very expensive act of worship that she poured out on Jesus' feet to worship him. And as you see the disciples, their reaction to this worship is, is sort of crazy. They say in verse 4, it was a waste. Uh, what are you what are you doing? We could have done so many different things with that other money. They thought they could have uh, better spent these things like serving the poor. Now, there's nothing wrong with serving the poor, and we should be doing that. And by the Bible exhorts us to do that. But that was not their motive. They were just saying that in John chapter 12, verse six, it actually says that Judas criticized her, but he didn't care about the poor. He cared about the money, the resources, because he put his hands in the money. Uh, So he wanted these resources for himself um, because he was in charge of the funds. But Jesus didn't think it was a waste. He thought it was a great investment. And rather than criticizing her, he commends her uh, publicly for this act. He says to the disciples, leave her alone. Uh, Wherever the gospel is proclaimed, he says, the whole world will hear this story and what she's done and we'll tell about this thing, this story. Um, and this is why we're studying this story today, right? Because it's in scripture, because Jesus honors her, includes her in the gospel, in his word, which is eternal. And God actually rewards her for her worship. 
Now, there are a lot of lessons that we could learn from this story. I've taught on this many different times in different ways, depending on the text and how the Holy Spirit leads. But today, what I want to do is I want to draw your attention to verse eight, verse eight, because it says these important words. She has done what she could do. Jesus told the disciples, listen, she has done what she can do. And she was rewarded not for everything she could have done, but everything that she did do. Not everything outside of her own ability, but she was rewarded for what she could do. This was an act of personal worship for her to express her love, her honor and adoration to Jesus. And it shows us the importance of personally worshiping Jesus with the resources, the time, the energy, the, the things that we have to the Lord, what we can do. You see, we may not be able to give a year's wage uh, as an offering, but we can give something as worship unto the Lord and honor him with our wealth. Proverbs 3, 9 says, honor the Lord with your wealth and the first fruits of your produce. Uh, the principle here isn't to give a certain amount, but to give what we can to worship God in ways that we can. Jesus is honored as we worship him with our resources. Now, another example of this and principle of this that sort of states this is just a few chapters back in chapter 12 verses 41 through 44, Jesus actually gave us this principle and example of the poor woman who gave just a little. So we have a woman that gives a lot, but listen to Mark chapter 12, verse 41 through 44, how it actually teaches us that it's not about the amount of money that we give. And he sat down, speaking again of Jesus, uh, opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums and a poor widow came and put two small copper coins, which made a penny. And the, he called his disciples to him and said to them, truly, I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box for they have contributed out of their abundance. But she, she out of her poverty and has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. She did what she could do. It was a act of pure worship. This poor woman didn't have very much to give. But in fact, uh, one commentary I was reading said these two copper coins would only be about one thirty seconds of a denarii. A denarii. So it would, it would be like an hour's wage rather than a whole year's wage, right? Uh, this, the, the monetary gift wasn't very significant, but God saw the heart. And so the funds weren't a lot especially as compared to all these rich people putting in large sums in the offering box. But Jesus says this poor widow's offering had great value. Why? Because the rich were giving out of their abundance while she was giving out of poverty and all that she had. The rich gave a lot monetarily, but it didn't actually cost them sacrificially. And it was something that didn't actually honor the Lord because they weren't giving from their heart. It didn't cost them anything. There was no sacrifice. It wasn't what they could do. They could give more. She gave more, even though the monetary amount was less. You see, the Bible says much to much is given, much is required. Our worship should cost us something. It should have a sense or a serve as a sacrifice to honor the Lord. And this is why Mary was honored so much by Jesus in this story. 
because this expensive nard was something very valuable to her. Many commentaries said that women would have something like a nard or a jar of oil dropped down from inheritance and just sort of like as a backup. Uh, that this would be something that she could have lived off of, especially being a woman those days. And if there was no man to like, take care of her, this would be like her savings and her life inheritance. And yet she gives this to the Lord as worship. It cost her something. And it was shown, uh, it showed Jesus how valuable he was because of the how much it meant to her. You know, I often say we can't do everything, but we could do something. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Meanwhile, are meaning that we can do what we can do and we should do what we can do. I think about our church a lot of times uh, where we're not large numerically, but we've taken a lot of time and energy and effort to worship Jesus in the ways that we can, uh, even doing a live uh, devotional to spread the word of God. Uh, we may not be able to reach millions, but we're reaching people that the Lord wants us to reach and we're doing what we can. And the Lord is honored by that. And so I would just ask you this, what, what does it look like for you to worship God monetarily with your finances? You know, for some of you giving $50 is really a lot, but for others giving 5,000 isn't enough. What is a sacrifice that you could honor the Lord, a ministry you can come beside and support and worship the Lord. Uh, we have to pray and ask God about our finances. And you see, when we pray and don't just put a principle on it, it goes to a person and it builds our relationship. We want to become a generous giver and honor God with our wealth. I love what Paul says in the New Testament, 2 Corinthians 8, 7. He says, but as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in earnestness, in love, in our love for you. So as you excel in these spiritual practices and disciplines, see that you excel in this act of grace also. What is he talking about? The context in that chapter is this grace of giving. Uh, he wants us to excel in giving, in our generosity. So what does that look like for you? And I will remind you that this type of worship, of honoring Jesus, isn't just with finances or a monetary thing, but no, God has given us other resources. This wasn't a $100 bill Mary was uh, Mary was worshiping with. It was a some ointment, a resource, right? So what, what other resources do we have as humans? Well, we have our time. We have gifts that God has given us. The Bible tells us that we're to use our time wisely and we can honor God with our time, worshiping with our time. What does it look like for you to worship and honor God with your time? Are you investing your time wisely? What about the gifts he's given you? You know, I have just thinking about it, looking at it. I have a camera right here. I have the internet, a software program, well, a microphone that I can just get on live and just share the love of Christ with other people. And I wanted to use this gift and this talent that I had of teaching to be able to minister to people. And um, I want to be faithful to that. And so what gifts do you have? Have you ever thought about that? Maybe you have a home, a large home, and you can host meals and a uh, gift of hospitality. Um, whatever the gifts may be, First Peter chapter four says, hey, if you're going to speak, speak of oracles of God. If you're going to give, do that generously. If you're going to, if you're going to serve the Lord, just exercise the gifts God's given you for his glory. So are you growing in your spiritual gifts? and the talents that God's given you, and the resources he's given you. Maybe you have a car and someone in your fellowship needs a ride to community group, which happens often, or to service. Again, I would remind you, it's not about how much time or talent you have, but what do you do with that talent? She did what she could do. What are you doing with what you can do? Some have a few hours in a week, while others have a few hours in the day to use. 
to invest. Others have multiple gifts and a lot of resources, while others only have a few. But I love this text. Love in verse 8 says, She did what she can do. And this was validated and commended by Jesus. Now listen, you do what you can do. And you will be validated and commended by Jesus as well. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this scripture with me, this teaching about what we can do to worship God. I pray that your worship to him would be honorable, that the Holy Spirit will continue to teach you. And I will teach you more scripture as you continue to listen to these videos, whether it be on the YouTube channel, audio, or even the long format versions of the Sunday messages. God bless you guys. And we'll attach you on the next video.